Hello, all you beautiful people. It is Heather Shaw here with the second episode of Heather Shaw is Kidding, a comedy commentary podcast. Come on, baby. How's your cunt? Is it warm? I don't know. That's a weird way to open, huh? That's a weird way to greet somebody. Don't do that at work. Don't walk up to Linda in accounting and ask her how her cunt is and if it's warm. What a way to start off this episode, huh? I got back from uh, Little Rock. I was in Little Rock this past weekend, and uh, I think I'm, I'm feeling the residual effects of that. I've got a lot of Arkansas in me right now. That just means I have calloused hands from doing blue-collar jo- blue jobs, blue-jollar cobs. Oh, boy, Arkansas was something. Uh, you know, grateful that the loony bin over there, the comedy club there, um, gave me a weekend to come yell queef jokes. At mostly blue collar people, they were great. They were there was a great audience though. I did five shows. Uh, most of the shows were good. There was one insanely bad show, and that was on a Friday night, I believe, the late show. Uh, if you want to hear about that, I really go into detail about that on my Patreon because listen, some things I don't just want out in the public for free. If you want to hear about some shit and me talking shit, you're gonna have to pay for it, baby. Sorry. Uh, you know, I don't want, I know Looney Bin, the owners are not going to subscribe to my Patreon. They don't have the money for it. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, I'm going to say what I want to really say behind that Patreon wall. Um, and then publicly on the free podcast, I'm going to say that Looney Bin is beautiful, especially this time of year, December. Um, it was something, you know, will I go back to, to Little Rock? I don't know. I feel like that weekend was me reaching Little Rock Bottom, if we're being honest. Um, I don't know much about Arkansas. I know that they have, you know, that's where Walmart is from, if that says anything. I once performed in Bentonville, Arkansas, which is the actual home place, the hometown of Walmart. Uh, And they had a Walmart museum. I did not go inside, but I did walk past it. I don't know who the fuck is going to the Walmart museum, I guess if you're in Bentonville, Arkansas, that's all you've got to do, you know? Um, It's like, go pay your child support, go get some meth, and then go to the Walmart Museum. I don't even know what's inside of the Walmart Museum. It's not living wages, right? They don't have those going on in there. Walmart employees are suffering. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I liked Little Rock. It was fine. Uh, big drinking town, which makes sense. You know, what else are you going to do? in that kind of city town. Um, I got picked up by one of the club owners. There were four club owners, and they all worked in the club, which is kind of, you don't really see that often with clubs. It's a smaller club. It's weird. Half of the owners are also the servers and bar staff. You know, somebody that has to scrub the toilet at the end of the night also owns the place. That's kind of nice. Huh? That's beautiful. Somebody who's pouring your drink owns the fucking place. It's It's very much a family. The owners were like, yeah, this is a family. And I believe it. They've all fucked each other, I'm sure. Um, they were very nice. I could tell that they were big drinkers, those owners. And almost everybody in Arkansas, in Little Rock. The minute I got off the plane and got picked up by one of the owners named George, very nice guy, immediately said, hey, do you like to drink? And at first I thought, is he asking me this to see how much of his booze I'm going to drink this weekend? Because, you know, I, whatever. And I said, no, I I don't drink, actually. I'm completely sober. And he looked so disappointed. And then I met the second owner, Wayne. Nice guy. 
immediately within seconds of meeting him, he said, hey, do you drink? I mean, these people, I think they, they own a, a comedy club so that comics can come through and then they can party with them for three, three nights straight. They were pretty disappointed. They were pretty disappointed that they got a sober vegan lesbian, you know, at Little Rock, Looney Bin. But they were very nice. Uh, none of them tried to make me drink, which is also a great sign. Sometimes I tell somebody I don't drink and then they, you know, throw a bottle of tequila at my face uh, and call me a pussy. So that was nice. Somebody else I was talking to said, uh, I said, what is there to do in Little Rock? And, and, and they just said, well, you know, do you like to uh, do you like to hike? And I said, A, I'm a lesbian. I'm not that gay, but I'm, I'm, I'm a lesbian, so I understand why you asked that. But no, I don't like to hike. B, it's fucking December. Who's, who's going to Little Rock on a hike in December? I, don't, I, I was like, are you on meth too? Is everybody in this town on meth? That's what you're recommending me to do? Is go on a hike in December? I don't think so. What's out there? Just dead bodies of, empl- of Walmart employees? I don't know. It was a, it was, they were fun shows. There were, there were five shows. Uh, some of the shows went off the rail. Um, but most of them stayed on the rail. I walked a guy, meaning uh, an audience member got up and left during my show because he did not like the material. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. That man had a loud mullet. The mullet had multiple tails on that thing, just blowing in the wind. There wasn't even wind around him. He was indoors and it was blowing around. I was impressed. Um, I didn't feel bad about walking him because, you know, he's not my demographic. He didn't come to hear 30 minutes of, you know, lesbian material. I get it. I wasn't that offended. I'd be offended if, you know, a a group of purple haired lesbians got up and left. I'd be like, well, I'm really doing something wrong here. Um, you know, but it was a man who probably didn't have much in common with me, you know, other than we both have balls. Um, he had a mullet and I called him anal Gary throughout the entire show. He did not like that. He did not like that. And I learned later on after he walked out, he was pretty fucking pissed at me. And he thought during the entire show, he thought that I was a gay boy. He truly thought that I I mean, I must have said I was a lesbian 17 times, but he was convinced that I was a gay twink, I guess, you know, probably named Cody or something. Uh, He went up to the door guy. He stormed out and went up to the door guy and was like, I swear to God, if I go back in there, I'm going to have to shoot that little gay boy. I'm sure he said faggot. Um, I mean, I say it on stage, so he he can say it too. Uh, But he truly thought the door guy was like, no, he really thought you were a gay, like a little gay boy. Like that we booked like a 12-year-old gay boy to come up and recite glee lines. I don't know what, you know. Because most of the time, blue-collar workers and guys and, and whatever, they don't get, they're not threatened by me. Even when I roast them, they're fine because they're like, oh, you little lady. You're a cute little lady making fun of me. That's fine. You go on with your little vaginal jokes. You don't get paid nearly as much as me, and I do way less than you. Okay, you do your thing. But the fact that he thought that I was a gay boy explains why he was so angry. You know, a little, maybe a little insecurity from the mullet. You know, maybe he doesn't want to think about him doing anal with another man, which I may have suggested. That's why I called him Anal Gary. He was not on board. He didn't like it. Um, I would apologize to him, but, you know, I'm sure he's not, he's not listening to this. He doesn't know what a podcast is. You know what I mean? He's fine. He's not looking me up. 
It's not like he went home and tried to jack off to my material. I must have struck a nerve, though. He got pretty angry, pretty upset. Um, so, yeah, check out that Patreon episode if you want, um, where I really, really break down what happened over there. Uh, it was uh, it was truly a weekend to remember, and I will forget it next week. I'll forget it ever happened. The one bad show I had was, uh, I think, the late show on Friday. It was just hard, man. It was just a very talkative crowd that like had never been to a comedy show, and there were a really atrocious set of two girls up front that I talk about on the Patreon episode, and uh, they wouldn't shut the fuck. I mean, I, I got to the point where I yelled at these girls, and they wouldn't shut up. And I remember wrapping up that show, I think I got lit early, like the owner, Wayne, he lit me only 30 minutes in. I usually do about 45, 50 minutes. He lit me at 30 minutes. I thought he was mad at me. I thought he was mad. I got off stage. I was like, oh, is everything okay? I'm sorry. And he was just like, no, I just wanted to get out. I just wanted to save you. That was a shit show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. Control your audience. You know, most clubs will throw out loud, talkative people, hecklers, whatever you want to say. And, and not Looney Bin. They encourage it. They're like, do you want more to drink while you're, while you're heckling? Can we serve you anything else with your heckle? I remember I, I just looked at Wayne like, what the fuck was that show, man? And he just goes, hey, you just got little rocked. And I'm like, yeah, this is my little rock bottom. This is not good. Oh, my God. Uh, I, that was a weekend. It was definitely an experience, and that's what I live for. I live for experiences, but my God. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Bin there this coming weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think it's the 21st to the 23rd. So we'll see if Tulsa is the same as Little Rock. I don't know. Maybe it's a completely different vibe there. We'll see. And I will report back. And if you want to hear me really talk some shit, just get on that Patreon because I, uh, I don't hold back there. I'm holding back here, man. I'm being a little, I'm being a sweet little baby right now. There's uh, I also learned uh, in Little Rock that there is a complete porn block, okay? And I didn't know about this because I'm not researching porn laws in different states. You know, I'm barely on porn. I don't look at porn. But somebody had told me about this, a friend of mine, after I told him I was in Little Rock, he said, you know, they don't even, you can't look at porn in Arkansas. And I was like, okay, well, how do you know that? And he was right. He's absolutely right. Did you know that Sarah Huckabee is the governor of Arkansas? I forgot that bitch existed. I totally forgot. Wasn't she like a press secretary or something for Trump? And then Michelle Wolf roasted her ass so hard at the White House Correspondents' Dinner that I thought she just moved to a different country. I thought Huckabee went to Germany or something. No, she kind of did. She's the governor of Arkansas. So her main, I guess, focus was making sure that porn is not accessed easily in Arkansas. Because that's what you really want to be concerned about, is teenager boys under the age of 18 and how and when they can jack off. If they can jack off. So I guess the deal is, if you want to access most porn sites, all porn sites in Arkansas, you have to upload a photo of your state ID or some ID that shows your age. Right. So a 16 year old boy or, uh, you know, 16 year old girl, whoever or non-binary, they love to whack it too. anybody under the age of 18 wants to go look at porn. They can't. You know what I mean? It'll say, hey, you're a minor. You don't even have a driver's license. You just uploaded your library card. 
and I just that's so odd to me because I just don't know how many how many adults are are willing to upload a photo of their ID just so they can look at BBW porn. You got to be in a really low spot sexually. You got to be real horny to give up your state ID so you can watch interracial couples banging. It's 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 kind of insane. It's also insane that Sarah Huckabee wants to focus on that. She's really thinking about your child's dick a lot more than you probably are. Not as much as he is, but she's thinking a lot about it. She's worried about those boys coming. Nothing about guns. She doesn't care about regulating those a little bit in Arkansas, but she wants to make sure that your son is not coming or she's making it hard for him to. I mean, he's got to like pull up a GIF you know, on Twitter or something. He's got four seconds before it loops back around and he's got a bust. It's a weird thing to care about, to care about teens masturbating. Who fucking cares? They're gonna, they're gonna find a way. You know, it's just a very weird thing. Like, Sarah is concerned about your kids coming, doesn't give a fuck about your kids coming into school with a gun. You know what I mean? Our politicians are absolutely insane. I don't get it. Uh, but Little Rock, shout out to you. Thank you so much, uh, Looney Bin. We'll see how Tulsa is. Uh, Arkansas is certainly a state. I'm sure you can buy a house there for $10. So long live Arkansas, I guess. I don't know when I'll be back. We'll see. I was thinking about I was thinking about Matt Reif. Everybody can't shut the fuck up about Matt Reif. Um, you know, I the only thing that bothers me about Matt Reif or like Chris Leo is like this, where it's like cool comics, you know? These comics who are just like, they, they care so much about looking cool and being cool and forgetting the fact that they're fucking comedians. They're, you, are pro, you are a professional clown, okay? You go on stage and talk about your balls. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is not supposed to be a cool profession. If you want to be cool, go be a musician, unless you're a bassist. Uh, go be a musician if you want to be cool, right? Musicians are like the cool guys, the guys that get the girl at the bar and they take her home and they play her Wonderwall and she drops her panties and he disappoints her. Uh, he comes within a minute, but it's fine. Comedians are not cool, okay? We are, we're just clowns. That's all we are. We're insecure clowns who need validation from random audiences. I went to Little Rock for a weekend and begged Anal Gary to like me. There is nothing cool about that, you know? It's just, comedians will never be cool, and it's the same reason that you'll never see a guy at a bar pick up a girl, bring her home, and be like, can I play you something? And she's like, yeah. And then a guy just pulls out a microphone and is like, what's the deal with dating? It'll never happen. Only play Wonderwall if you want to get laid. Don't play, you know, your, your tight five on Tinder. All right, that's my rant on cool comedians. I just got to get out of the way because I remember Chris D'Elia before he got canceled for, I don't know, Snapchatting 12-year-olds or whatever he did. Uh, he was just one of those guys that was just like, mm, I got ripped jeans and I'm, you know, talking about women that are, I'm cool. It's like, oh God, you're, you're also 38. You know, grow up. If you are a comedian, you've got to accept the fact that you're a fucking nerd. And you might have a talent in making people laugh. But above everything else, you're an insecure nerd. Welcome to comedy. 
Um, it was a quiet week for pop culture and stuff, I feel like. I mean, maybe I was just busy rotting in Arkansas. I saw a photo come out of Adele, which, you know what? I was trying to find the photo before recording this podcast episode, and I couldn't. It took me forever. And I don't know if they're making it hard or maybe I'm just dumb. I'm real stupid. But if you, you've got to Google this photo, it's, it's Adele from the Hollywood Reporter article they just put out in uh, early December, I believe. God, there's one photo of her where she is just, she looks like, it looks like something Nina Simone would have taken. She's got like a head wrap on. Uh, it's so fucking weird, dude. It's, and I love Adele. I do, but sometimes I think she just crosses this line of like, I want to be black so bad. You know what I mean? There's, there's, a, there's a little twinge of that with her a little. Sometimes. Like she drops it every couple of years. Like it was her time to re-up it and be like, by the way, I think I'm black. This photo, she's got a headdress on and, and it's just very like a side profile photo and it's very Nina Simone. Um, it's kind of cringy. And I love Adele. I love her, but it's just like, girl, what is what in the Rachel Dolezal are you doing? I mean, Rachel Dolezal, she's she's another white woman who swears she's black. You know what I mean? You don't want to be you don't want to be out here doing a Rachel. Because Adele had that photo in 2020. Do you remember that photo that Adele? She claims that that was the last time she had access to her Instagram, is when she uploaded this photo of her from like some Notting Hill reggae festival thing. I don't really know what it's from, but she had a Jamaican flag top. She had like Bantu knots or whatever they're called. She looked, this girl was in blackface without the paint. You know what I mean? It was like, I was like, oh, Adele wants, oh, Adele thinks she's black. That's what that is. I don't know what it is about her. I mean, it, she she has these little glimpses of like, but remember, I'm I'm kind of black. Uh, you've got to look up that photo as well. Eventually, I'll get to the point in this podcast where I can superimpose these images so you know what I'm talking about. But for now, hopefully you're just listening. You don't need to be watching me and my acne scars talk at you. But if you are, hello, don't leave. Uh, you got to look up that photo of her. It was 2020. I think that was the last time she had access to her Instagram because I think her team, she claimed she posted that on her own, that crazy ass photo of her looking like, you know, I mean, she looked like somebody who wore Cookie Monster pajama pants to school in that photo. You know what I mean? She looked like she was a 16-year-old and was dating a 24-year-old man named Daryl. I mean, it was it. she was really Rachel Dolezaling herself out there. God, I hope I'm saying that Rachel name right. I really haven't thought about her in a while. I wonder where she is other than, you know, getting cornrows. I don't know where Rachel Dolezal is. Does Rachel think she's white again? What happened? Is she still out there pretending to be black? Or, I mean, identifying as... You can't say you identify as a black woman. That's crazy. When you're white. It's like Sean King. Sean King is, like, so white. I don't care what anybody says. That guy's white. And he... he, he Doesn't he, like, raise money for black, you know, movements and then just pocket the money and no one says anything? If they try to say anything, he just says, hey, I'm black, shut up. That kid's white. I'm sorry. I don't even care if I'm wrong. I know I'm right. Sean King is a, he's, he's insane. He's just a slick Rachel Dolezal. Rachel is less, less offensive than him because she's not stealing people's money for a movement, for a cause. 
I feel like every time something big happens, uh, where, you know, if it's a cop that shoots a black person or, I mean, Sean King gets excited. He starts licking his lips. Do you know what I mean? He freaks me out. I mean, when George Floyd died, my God, Sean King was probably coming in his pants thinking about it. I don't like that guy. I don't, and I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I think people come to his defense a lot. I don't really know how he's still able to raise money for things. I think he's like been known to like pocket that fucking money. It's very weird. But I, I will always love Adele, no matter how black she thinks she is. Uh, it is extra funny because she's British. It's just like so not black. Um, but I got to say, and I know this is going to sound uh, mean or controversial or bad. I don't care. I miss fat Adele. God, do I miss fat Adele. It just, her laugh, everything went with her body. It just doesn't match any. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She was gorgeous bigger. She was, she's gorgeous now. It just doesn't look right. It does, I miss fat Adele. I miss her so much. 20, 2012, 2015. I don't even know what the year it was. Remember when she, she was bigger and, and it just, her. I don't know. I miss her, man. Is that bad to say? I really do miss big Adele. Badel. It's kind of like Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson's got skinny and it's fucking freaky. It's like a weird bobblehead, you know, it's not okay. Rebel Wilson's another one. Some people are just meant to be bigger and that's okay. I mean, dear God, Lizzo, do not lose weight. I can't imagine. Some people are just meant to be bigger and it's fine. There's not a big deal about it, you know? Body positivity, baby. Bring back fat Adele. Put Rebel Wilson on a reverse diet. Have her drink milkshakes again. I miss I miss Big Rebel. Rebel Wilson's skinny is scary, and I think she's like on pills. I don't know. Every I saw a video of her. I think she was posting TikToks for a while. She's she's a lesbian now, and she's skinny. It's like what happened? The lesbian thing's fine. Do what you want, but girl, eat. Is everyone just on Ozempic? I don't know what Rebel Wilson did to get skinny, other than maybe Percocet. I don't know what Adele did to get skinny. Because, girl, that's not diet and exercise. I'm sorry. It's just not. I don't believe that for a second. I think it's possible to lose that weight like that, but I don't think that a lot of people do it like that. And she doesn't have, like, the... You know when big people lose weight and then they kind of got, like, the skin that's just there? Like, it's like, you know, kind of like a def- deflated balloon. The stretch marks and the... I don't think Adele has any of that. Her body... I mean, I could be wrong. You know, she could be in skims or she could be clothes pinning her skin in the back. I don't know what's happening, but I don't think she, I know she probably just like got ahead of it with Ozempic or something, which is fine. Everyone's taking Ozempic. You know what I mean? Everyone. I love, I love comments I see on TikTok whenever there's a video about Ozempic. Somebody will comment and be like, my dad has diabetes and he can't get his medicine at all. There's a shortage. It's like, yeah, because Jonah Hill is taking all of it. Write Jonah. Write your Congress. I mean, he is stockpiling that Ozempic, I'm telling you. Oprah, Oprah's on like a weight loss thing again. Ozempic, it's Ozempic. You can't, I mean, if I wanted to lose weight, honestly, Ozempic sounds amazing. Sign me up. But I will, I'm not, I'm not going to back down from it. Rebel, Rebel Wilson and Adele, please gain weight again. 
I miss you when you were bigger. It just made more sense. But Adele is gorgeous regardless. She's amazing. I don't know. There is an Adderall shortage, or there was. I think it's coming back. Uh, one of my friends, she had her, she has her Adderall prescription, so she's doing good. Some people actually need it, and I forget about that part. My, my you know, addict brain is like, you know, free meth. But I like that uh, during the shortage, Panera was trying to help out by releasing their charged lemonade, which is basically low-grade meth, you know, in lemonade, killing people. You know, we had the op- opioid epidemic, we had fentanyl, and now we've got Panera's charged lemonade. I haven't tried it. I don't, I don't eat in, in, in Panera. I don't go to Panera. It's stupid expensive. It's like the meme. Everybody says it's hospital food. It's glorified hospital food. Um, but man, their, their lemonade is just out here taking people left and right. You know what I mean? Panera is like the new CIA just dropping off drugs in the street. I've never, I mean, I guess there's a shit ton of caffeine in that thing. It's like a four loco without the alcohol, you know? I, I, t- I think they were just trying to help with the Adderall shortage. I think they just said, here, take this. And then people were saying, you know, well, I got a heart attack now. Thank you. Imagine dying from Panera's lemonade. How fucking embarrassing. Some parent out there has to just tell everyone Kelsey passed away. Yeah, she, uh, she, had, she, she drank some liquids. No, not booze. No, no. It was uh, over-the-counter. Over-the-counter lemonade. OTCL. <laughs> Yeah, she died by lemonade. Yeah. I would just start lying at that point. I'm just telling you, you know, Kelsey died. Yeah, yeah, big heroin addict. Yeah. No, it wasn't Panera's lemonade. No, it would never be that. She just loved fentanyl. Yeah, Kelsey loved fentanyl. That's what killed her. And also she was riding a motorcycle. She was mainlining fentanyl while riding a motorcycle with no helmet. That's how she passed. Yeah, definitely not the lemonade. Lemon, she wouldn't, no, that's bullshit. I worked at a Panera Bread in my 20s and uh, it, was, uh, it was a time. It was certainly a time. Not a good company to work for. Uh, the soup is just in frozen bags. It's just frozen bags of soup. You just put in a big pot of water and defrost it. You just cut open the bag. I mean, it's, it's giving hospital. It's giving cafeteria. Um, you know, they didn't pay well. They took advantage of their employees. My favorite thing, I worked in an Orlando Panera Bread. And, you know, Orlando has a bigger homeless uh, population. It always has. Especially now, I can't imagine. Half the city's homeless, probably. Um, But we would always have kind of, I guess Panera would just let homeless people, if they bought one cup of coffee, they could stay in Panera all day. You can just sit in a booth. You know, if you have a, if you buy something, we don't really kick you out back then, at least. I mean, this was 75 years ago, um, which I liked because it was like, it was kind of nice that Panera Bread was just a homeless shelter. You know, you'd, and, and the homeless people were nice that hung out there. They weren't, they weren't, they were probably definitely mentally ill, um, you know, um, but they weren't violent or, you know, even loud and annoying. You walked past them and you sure smelled them. You know what I mean? You were like, what that, what's that smell? Oh, that's Gary. I forgot. Uh, he hasn't showered since 75. It was a good year. Um, but I did like it because it was like, you know, it's a spot for homeless people to just hang out all day. And we never kicked them out. Maybe they do now. Um, maybe they blast their classical music or wherever the fuck they play. 
But at the time when I worked there, we let them in. We said, we do have soup, but you can't have it unless you have $17. It was a glorified soup kitchen when I worked there. And at the end of the night, all these homeless people, we had to boot them. And we have all this bread and pastries and whatever else they sold in the, in the bakery part that we weren't going to use again, obviously. After every night, we would just throw out food. And it was just so, you know, you have a bunch of homeless people that are hungry all day, only drinking coffee and water. And then at the end of the night, we kick them out and we have all this food left over that we don't give them. It's a, it was a great business. It was really felt very heartwarming to work there. I definitely did not feel evil at all. Um, you know, that the, the company is, is totally doing the right thing. I don't see them never having any issues. They are amazing. We would have uh, church groups come by at the end of the night and pick up the pastries and whatever we had that we didn't use. And that was weird too because we'd just throw everything in giant trash bags I mean, so we would donate it, and I'm sure Panera wrote off all of this on their taxes, you know? All this food that we didn't use, they get to write off as being charitable because it goes to some weird church group who definitely touches their kids. You know, it's just, it was so weird. And we just hand them over trash bags of food, pastries, everything's just smushed together. You have scones and cookies and danishes all mixed in with like the bagels. It was fucking weird. And the, the church would walk out with all these fucking trash bags of food past the homeless people that were kicked out. Just see ya. God saves. It was a very rough time. I don't, I don't uh, support that company. I don't think a lot of people are. If you're still eating at Panera Bread in 2023, uh, you've got a real problem. You need to go to therapy. First of all, it's a stupidly expensive. Get the fuck out of there. Second of all, their lemonade is killing people. I don't know. Two people died, you know. But out of, from lemonade, that's, you know, it's enough to be like, God. Uh, I haven't been inside of a Panera Bread. Last time I was inside of a Panera Bread was during a gay pride festival in Orlando. And that was just because I needed a place to hide. Being at a gay pride fest makes me very nervous. I'm like, I don't like these gays. It makes me homophobic. It's a joke. Remember, Heather Shaw's kidding. Um... Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of, I, I think I went to one gay pride parade festival, whatever they're called in Orlando. And I saw, you know, two hot twinks doing poppers on a float. And I was like, I'm out. I'm going to Panera. I went to Panera. I got coffee and I just, you know, talk shit with the homeless people about how crazy gay people are. No, I just, uh, I'm not a big pride person. Um, but more power to those who are, you know, if you need, if you need the pride fest, you have fun at it, if you love to do Molly, if you love to drink, uh, if you love to wear, you know, a gag ball in your mouth, whatever you like to do, Pride Fest has got you covered. I don't like any of that. I'm a grandma. I'm grumpy. People annoy me. Just give me a coffee. Let me sit in Panera and, and, and pout. Thank you. You know, I don't have any, I don't have any ads yet. This is only the second episode. So I do want to say that if you want me to advertise anything for you, I will. Anything, literally anything. I will advertise anything. Panera Bread, if you want me to advertise your lemonade, just send me an email. Kidding at gmail.com. Get in on the ground floor. If you want me to advertise your weird foot fetish account on OnlyFans, I got you. 
Um, you know, I'm, get, I'm, I'm building up listeners here. I think we started, the first episode had a good amount of listeners. It was very shocking, very surprising. Um, so I can only imagine it's going to build. So get on, on in on the ground floor if you want me to advertise. Again, anything, anything you want. Uh, Trump 2024. I don't know. They don't need, they don't need my ad reads. Um, but I just want to put that out there. I will advertise anything. If you've got a weird diaper company where you sell used diapers, you know, I shit in a diaper and then I sell it to weird men. I got you. I'll, I'll advertise that. I'll do a quick 30 second ad read on that. Men eat shit. Lauren's shit. It's Lauren's used diapers. See, this could work. Also, you can take that business idea if you want. I'm sure a weird man out there in Arkansas who can't access the porn sites he'd like to would buy your shit-filled diaper. Um, What else happened this week? I saw in passing uh, a little video that I thought was totally fake about, did you, did you see the sex tape of the gay guys, the gay twinks on the Senate hearing, in the Senate hearing room, just getting their backs blown out in the Senate hearing room, which... That's not the gayest thing that's happened in there, I'm sure. Apparently, there's a sex tape uh, or just sex filmed, whatever you want to say, of these two gay guys who got it on uh, in a Senate hearing room at the Senate, which is fucking amazing. And there was actual video of it. I don't know who these guys are. I don't even know what came of it. I don't want to look into it. I don't want to research it. I just want to just have this knowledge that I have. I didn't watch, I didn't see any like videos. I just saw screenshots. If this is completely false, I'm sorry, but I think this is a real thing. I didn't, I didn't get too far into it. I was in Arkansas. I couldn't research it. Anytime I typed in two twinks getting their asses blown out in a Senate hearing room, it just was like, well, can you please upload your ID if you want to see that? So I didn't get to research it, you know, and now I'm in Kentucky and I don't, I don't want to search that either. My fiance's here. What if she stumbles on that? We're gonna. There's gonna be a conversation going on. I just like thinking that that is not the gayest thing that has happened in that Senate room. Matt Gates has been in there. That's the gayest thing that's happened. That that queen. If Matt Gates is straight, I'm you know I'm black. I'm Adele. Uh, I don't know. I just I didn't say much about it. I didn't see much about it. I saw the one screenshot. I said that's enough. Um, you know, I love the idea of two twinks just getting it on in the Senate hearing room and, and getting away with it and uploading. I love Gen Z. The things they do, they have, they, they are so unserious. I love it. We can all, we can all be inspired by Gen Z. Be more unserious. Be less serious. Suck a dick on Capitol Hill. I hope, I hope that January 6th takes on a new meaning. Maybe this January 6th will just send up a bunch of twinks to Capitol Hill to storm it and start fucking in front of everybody. That'd be so fun. Let's reclaim January 6th, huh? God, I love it. I, you know, and part of me is like, these two twinks, these two gay guys, they're just depicting what Americans feel from their government. Fucked. You know, come on. Huh? High five. We did it. I mean, they were getting as fucked as much as Americans are across this country by their government. They just went to the source. All right, what else did I want to talk about? That was a good sip of coffee. I don't have to poop. If I say I don't have to poop, then I don't have to poop. That's, that's the rule. I digress. 
I wanted to talk a little bit about Amanda Bynes. Um, and in no way do I want to make fun of Amanda Bynes. Um, if you've seen Amanda Bynes uh, on social media lately, TikTok, you know, Instagram, if you're looking at Facebook Reels, you've got to get it the fuck together, okay? Get it together. What are you, 83? I don't know if you've seen Amanda Bynes. Um, she released a podcast for, I think, a week um, with some guy she's, you know, either with or whatever. And uh, I just saw a video on TikTok this morning when I was doing my morning scroll um, that she she released a video saying, well, the podcast is done. We can't get any of the of the guests that we want on. And she goes on to list list the guests that she was looking forward to having on or wanting to ask on that never responded. People, you know, like Drake, Jack Harlow, you know, probably Cat Williams, people like this. She wanted to be guests on her podcast with a no-name guy of hers that she's maybe hooking up with. I don't know her story. Um, she's very clearly sick, right? She's very clearly men- mentally ill. It's not funny. There's nothing funny about it. I, I don't, I don't think there's anything really funny about the Amanda Bynes thing because when you look at the videos, she's she may maybe medicated, but she's very monotonous. Like she's got a monotone uh, way of speaking and almost a deeper voice. It's it's a bit it's a bit creepy and it's a bit sad and it's a bit like how what happened. Um, my heart breaks for her more than anything, um, because you see who you know who you grew up with. I kind of grew up with this Amanda Bynes actress and, and comedian and you know and the, and then where she is now it's really fucking sad i don't know if she's medicated uh but she kind of talks like this a bit kind of like elizabeth holmes that that bitch rot in jail lady uh she, but she's got that voice that like monotone hey guys it's amanda Bynes. i don't know it might be the meds it might be the way she's medicated because she's had mental health issues obviously She's contributed a lot even during her mental health issues. I still say Drake murder my pussy. When she tweeted that, um, my God. What else did she say? She had a great tweet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up here and try to multitask, which is hard. Um, where it was like, I, I think she was, she was um, referencing a Rihanna lyric. And it is the funniest fucking tweet I've ever seen in my life. It's, <laughs> she... So Rihanna has that song, you know, shine bright like a diamond. Amanda Bynes tweeted March 2013, shine bright like a corn. And that is the funniest fucking tweet I've ever seen in my life. All caps, shine bright like a corn. She has contributed more (coughs) comedically. That was a mouth fart. She's contributed more comedically during a mental health breakdown than most of us ever will with a good a good mental health than I ever will with good mental health. I don't have depression, anxiety, OCD, bipolar, uh, borderline, schizophrenia. You know, I'm not saying that Amanda has all those things at all, but even in her, I mean, I think 2013 was a rough year for her. I think that's when she publicly started kind of going a little downhill and we were all noticing. And since then it's been 10 years and she's kind of, she had the conservatorship and then she, was out of the public eye and then she was back in the public eye and now she's got a heart tattoo on her cheek, her face cheek and blonde hair and, and this this voice. And you just, there's nothing to make fun about. And th- there's nothing funny about it. 
Um, I don't think that a podcast would have been great because it seemed like she was doing it with people that were leeches. Um, I don't think she had good guidance. I don't know if she has good guidance now. Um, who the fuck knows who her, her parents are? You can't just trust parents just because they're parents. Just because, you know, somebody has parents doesn't make them good parents. The fact that they, you know, had a child actor as a kid kind of makes me suspicious because that would be the last fucking thing I'd want my kid doing. I mean, you see what happens to these child stars, whether they die or they have addictions or they just don't make it. You know what I mean? They just don't. And that's really on Dan Schneider. And he's another one who's kind of just gotten away with it. Dan Schneider's a fucking creep who's gotten away with it for the most part. Um, he's If you don't know anything about Dan Schneider, you need to do a little Googling. Um, he ran, he was the showrunner and creator of a shit ton of shows on Nickelodeon, I believe, and um, is a creep, you know, a pure creep. He has a lot of weird jokes he writes into this kid's shows, uh, inappropriate jokes. He's uh, allegedly, big allegedly on this, he's probably definitely fucked his talent. And by fucked, I mean, you know, big R word there, huh? Graped. I don't know if I can say that. That's why I'm, I, I'm putting this on YouTube or else if this was just audio only, I would just say raped. Um, you know, he's like, he's like straight Lou Pearlman, you know, where Lou Pearlman was, you know, touching whoever, Lance Bass's balls. Dan Schneider was fondling a 12 year old's tits probably. And that's what happens. You look at Amanda Bynes. Um, there was a rumor that Jamie Lynn Spears, her kid was actually Dan Schneider's. Which, I don't know if that's true, because why would she keep that kid? I doubt she would have kept it, unless she's that religious. But that's what happens. When you're a child star and you're not protected, you know, you can either, there's different routes. You know, you can have a mental breakdown like Amanda Bynes, you know, where this is what your life looks like now in your 30s. Just completely checked out. You're not there. You probably can't live on your own 100%. You don't have the right wherewithal in life. You know, you're starting starting podcasts with nobodies that just are leeches and not the best for you. You, you just have, a, you know, you're not, Amanda Bynes is not mentally healthy. I mean, that's obvious. You know, and Dan Schneider probably had a big part in that. Whatever happened in Amanda's childhood, shout out to Jan, Dan Schneider for probably being a part of. Allegedly, allegedly, comedy commentary. But that's what happens. You either have, from Dan Schneider, he produces something like an Amanda Bynes situation or... Even Ariana Grande, who's had a great career and is not gone off the deep end, except for the fact that she's banging real life SpongeBob. I mean, I don't know if Ariana Grande had a normal life, a normal childhood. Would she be banging Ethan Slater now? Do we think that's fine? Uh, you know, nothing about the guy's looks, but this woman could have anyone. Anyone. Pete Davidson made sense. Mac Miller makes sense. Ethan Slater? Girl, Dan Schneider did a number on you. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what part of Ariana is like, I want to date somebody as tall as me, translucent, translucent skin, a ginger, and who probably gets mistaken as gay at least three, three times a day. I want SpongeBob. Uh, but fuck Dan Schneider. I hope he gets what's coming to him. I don't know how nothing has happened to Dan. I think he's stepped down from creating shows. 
but I just don't know how he's so protected. And I don't know how more child actors haven't come out. I mean, it's an open secret, right? The whole Dan Schneider thing. Look into it. Fall into a rabbit hole. You'll hate me later. Um, before I wrap this episode up, we covered a lot here from Little Rock to Amanda Bynes. Again, I hope I, I'm not coming across as like making fun of Amanda Bynes. If anything, I want Dan Schneider to die. But I want nothing but the best for Amanda Bynes. I wish that she had people around her that could lift her up and, and guide her a bit or take care of her. I don't know if she'll ever have that. I don't. Again, I don't know her parents. I can't imagine they're saints. <sighs> but um, all right, let's wrap it up with a movie review here. What did I see last week? I saw Saltburn. Holy shit. If you haven't seen Saltburn yet, you need to see Saltburn. It is very, very good. I know a lot of people think that I see movies and just shit on everyone I see. Listen, I see movies and a lot of them are bad. Saltburn, great. Didn't know anything about it going in and I think that's a big thing. Don't look into it. I, I recommend that for most movies. Get a gist of it. You need to find a one sentence uh, brief description of the movie, if anything. But if, if you can, go and see movies without knowledge of anything. I thought Oppenheimer was about Barbie. Boy, was I wrong. Saltburn was great. I didn't know anything about it other than that. Like I saw some TikToks I would scroll past really quickly that were like, oh my God, it's amazing. The problem with TikTok reviews is everybody is so dramatic on TikTok that like, you know, they shit the, their pants. They're like, this is the best movie ever. Oh my. And I'm like, you're just a 17 year old weirdo. You know, like a lot of drama is going on on TikTok. You got to take it with a grain of salt when people said, say it's the best piece of art ever. But Saltburn was very good. I love Jacob Elordi. He's so fucking talented. The other guy, the main character in Saltburn, God, I don't know his name, but I think it's Barry something. He is so good. You have to go see this film. Um, Rosamund Pike is in it as well. Um, very good. B Barry Keegan. I think that's how you say his name. Everybody in this film is so fucking good. This story is amazing. I will say this, a lot of dick, which I'm fine with as a lesbian. I'm sick of seeing boobs. You never see male nudity in films. There's not a lot of dick. There was some dick, which in my lesbian viewpoint is a lot of dick. If I see one dick, I'm like, I've seen 10. Uh, but it's really good. It's, it's my only critique on that is it's fucking long, man. It's only, it's only two hours and seven minutes long. But after, dude, when I hit an hour and a half in a film, I start checking out. 90 minutes for anything. Live shows, movies, sex. Nothing needs to be longer than 90 minutes. I don't get it. That would be my only thing, but I, I mean, that's the, the new thing. I heard the Willy Wonka musical with Timothy Chalamet is four hours long. That's not real. But it seems like every movie nowadays is at least two hours. I mean, I, I saw Avatar, and I, I mean, I, I fell asleep for three hours, woke up, and it was still in the first act. I was like, dude, I'm never, fuck you, James Cameron. Where do you, where do you get off? But see Saltburn, it was very good. Just know going into it, it is two hours and seven minutes long. Uh, and don't read anything about it. Just enjoy it. It's very fun. It's something that, I mean, immediately at the opening of the movie, I remember thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to like this movie and I'm probably going to watch this movie again. This will probably be one of my favorites of the year. And it was. It was really good. I don't even know who directed it, but I 100% recommend Saltburn. All right, I'm going to be in Tulsa. This weekend, pray for me. I'm sure I'll have some good stories, some good Oklahoma content for you when I get back. 
Again, I am on Patreon. If you'd like to support me, even if you don't need an extra episode of, of me a week, even if you don't care to listen to another hour of me talking, uh, you can support my comedy uh, through Patreon, which is huge. It's, it's you know, it helps me. Um, you can pay $3 a month, $5 a month, 10 or 20 uh, $3 a month, that's like less than a cup of coffee to sponsor a gay, you know? Uh, but Or if you just want to say thanks, you know, it's a good way to show that you... Uh, like my content and you want to support me financially a little. I mean, it's $3 a month. I know the economy sucks, but that's cheap, you know? Uh, but I'm also not trying to bully you into spending money. You do you. If you want to just support me by listening to my free content, that's fine. If you want all the shit talking and the gossips and the details, I really go into it. I get into personal shit. Uh, I really t- talk some shit about Little Rock and my experience there this weekend on the Patreon. Uh, So that's what's there. If not, either way, you listening is you supporting, and I appreciate it. Um, I'll see you out there. I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll see you next week. Bye.